Why can't the Milwaukee Brewers put together more nights like we saw on Monday night? Pitching, hitting, Freddie was fantastic. The hitting just has to hold up its end of the bargain sometimes. It never does. We've seen it happen, though, twice in the last week. We'll talk about that coming up next here on Locked on Brewers. You are Locked on Brewers, your daily Milwaukee Brewers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody. Yeah, I mean, that's a game like last night when you could win 12 to 1, rest comfortably like the 14 to 1 win against Pittsburgh last week. I mean, not that every game's got to be a blowout, but I just, even when it was 5 to 1, I was thinking, okay, yeah, you know, they broke the four-run barrier, five runs, I'd take that. But then they just keep piling on and on and on. It's just so contagious sometimes with these guys, at least here twice in the last, what, six games or so. But, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be as lopsided as it was last night. But, man, why can't we see more of that? I mean, is there potential for that? Do you see that with these guys? We'll talk about that coming up here in a little bit. Chuck Freeman, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Thank you, everybody, for joining me. As you are, you everydayers out there, those who download the podcast every day, watch us on YouTube, download us the podcast on Google, Spotify, Apple, Amazon. We're on all the major ones out there. I list them all on my Twitter account, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. And, of course, Follow me on Twitter, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. Our YouTube our YouTube has really been growing as of late, and I appreciate all you do for that because, uh, you know, I, I read the questions. I read the answers. I'm going to read some questions a little bit later on that you guys have, some comments on the show. Um, we'll do that coming up here in a little bit. Show is brought to you in part by Bird, uh, Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com backslash MLB. Enter the promo code LOCKDOWNMLB for a free white tech hat with any order. I got that hat the other day. Golfing is perfect for the hat. It is. It, it, it's got a big brim on it. Got the orange bird dog logo. You're going to get that beautiful hat. It, it's really well. You know, sometimes companies, when you get something free, it's like, eh, not with, not with bird dogs. Top quality hat. I mean, that's a $25, $30 hat that they put in there. So you're not going to want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you they are sleek clothes. They're going to make you look good as well. Bird dogs. But go to birddogs.com backslash MLB. Enter the promo code LOCKDOWNMLB for that free white tech hat. All right. We're also going to tell you about Tyler Naquin. What the Brewers got there from Taylor Tyler Naquin, the former Met Red, Cleveland, Guardian. Well, they were a different name a few years ago, but uh, we'll get into all that. But, yeah, the last night was starred, though, by Freddie Peralta. Before we talk about why can't they put it all together, I mean, Freddie Peralta, he put it all together. Now, he's had three solid starts in a row, seven innings, 13 Ks, gives up that first inning home run, and just was terrific. I mean, amazing. Craig said after the game, Craig Council, that Peralta's been has been solid all year. Not really, but I think we're seeing signs of improvement there. 
He's one of three pitchers this year to have 13 Ks. He's done it three times in his career. Um, but one of three pitchers to have 13 Ks twice in one season. But you know, I was just thinking as I'm watching him deal last night, got Brandon Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta. This is what you wanted when you started the season. These three guys at the top of your rotation, this was supposed to be the anchor of the team. And now I think we finally got it right because Woodruff, he's going to only build on what he did on Sunday. Corbett Burns, pitcher of the month in the National League for July. Okay, he's on a good spot. And he says he's going to get better. And with the way Freddie has been pitching here in the last three games, you add Miley and whatever you get from Hauser. I mean, my gosh, that is really, really good, that rotation. It is. But Freddie, the fastball cooking last night, the off speed, it was just the Colorado Rocky hitters. And they got a young lineup over there. They're rebuilding. And some of it is baptism by fire, as Bud Black put it, the Rockies manager, that these guys are going to have to get used to major league hitting. And they ran into a great pitcher last night. But yeah, people were raving, just raving after the game. Um, players, other team, about Freddie's performance out there last night. So, yeah, let's keep them that like that. Let's keep them right there. But, God, well, you can go seven innings on 13 Ks from your number three starter, okay? That's three starts in a row where he's pitched like an ace. Three starters in a row. Remember a couple of years ago they moved him out to the bullpen and they thought, ah, this is a spot we got for Freddie. This is, this is perfect for him. And that, like, worked for about a week. And now he's back. You know, he's been back at the in the rotation. And we keep waiting to, like, wow, well, right? You know, he had the, in his debut back in 2018, he had that the 13Ks. And it was like, th- that gave us, that gave us, you know, some hope for the guy. It was like, wow, this, this he's going to be great. And he's had some stumbling blocks and injuries along the way. But Freddie is uh, pitching at a high level right now. The high level that this team needs because they need Burns, Woodruff, and Peralta. They need those three guys in a playoff series to do well. Um, But that's the way they'll stack it up right now if they get into the postseason. But his last three starts, a 1.89 earned run average. All right, the offense. The offense has been really good. Was really good yesterday. Wasn't really good over the weekend. Wasn't really good over the weekend. We're going to talk about that next. About why can't we see more of a combination of uh, what we saw last night. Uh, this show is brought to you in part by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness. Whoa. My alarm went off, and I apologize for that. Um, forgot to unset it. Um, getting to know yourself is a, a lifelong process, especially when we're all growing and changing. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want and we react, we react the way we do because well, until we talk through things, BetterHelp connects us with a licensed therapist that can uh, take you on a journey of self-discovery of wherever you are. So if you're thinking about 
Starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try, entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, suitable to your schedule. You just fill out that brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist, and you can always switch therapists anytime, no additional charges, no, no problem with that. Uh, discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MLB. Get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MLB. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. And it'll work out for you. It'll um, connect you with a licensed therapist. And it'll take you on a journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Uh, the Brewers and Rockies coming up. Coming up on Tuesday night, 710 with that broadcast. Catch it on Sirius and Sirius XM. The app there, search Brewers. You're going to get all 162 of Brewers baseball on the Sirius, Sirius XM app. And thank you all you everydayers for making Locked On Brewers. Your number one listen to every day. We're the number one Brewers podcast on the internet for a reason because you download us every day. Whether you download us on YouTube, you know, go to YouTube, search Locked On Brewers. I appreciate everybody who does that. Um, or if you follow us on any of the platforms, Google, Spotify, Amazon, we're on all the major ones. And listed on my Twitter account, Chuck Freeman, F-R-E-I-M-U-N-D. All right, this offense. Uh, last night, Sal Freelich again. He's got 15 RBIs in 16 major league games. That's the quickest to 15 RBIs in Brewers history. 15 RBIs. Jacked one last night. Um, but doing it, I mean, the, I was more impressed with the ground ball down the third base line for a base. And he did this a couple of weeks ago against the Braves. He took a pitch that wasn't even in the strike zone. Okay. And put it down the third baseline. It was just a great piece of hitting. And to me, I, that's why I, I, I love the kid because he's, um, he's fundamentally sound. He's got a high baseball IQ. I know some of you are saying, you know, you wanted to trade about the trade. No, I said, if I could get a bonafide star, yes. Um, but that's why. But Freelick is so good. Freelick is defensively handling himself well. Okay. He's offensively exploded on the scene. And somebody put on Twitter last night, um, what if Freelick had been on this team all season long? What kind of he'd have been up for rookie of the year, possibly? I mean, we again it's only through 16 games right now, but the sample size is, is not bad through the, for the 15 RBIs. But if he had been up here all year, and he probably would have been called up earlier, but he got hurt, but he hurt his hand. Remember that he hurt his hand down in Nashville. And then he came back and he struggled. But now he's come up here, even though he wasn't hitting for high numbers down at Nashville. They brought him up, and he has fit right in. And, uh, you know, I'm not saying he won't go down again. You never know in baseball. You just never know. You know, we've seen guys have been up here before and have struggled and have had to have been sent down. But he belongs, definitely. But how about that? The franchise fastest to 15 RBIs in franchise history. 
Uh, why would we see more of that complete package of offense and pitching like we did last night? I mean, because when you get nights like last night, when you're putting everything together, and it just seems like this in the Pirates game, it just got contagious there, especially late in the game, where you're just tacking on runs, tacking on runs, and you're getting to members of the Pirates and the Rockies bullpen, not their preferred relievers. Because when you're down 6-7-1, as we've seen with the Brewers, you know, the Brewers aren't using their their frontline guys. They're using the J- 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 the J.C. Mejia's, the Bryce Wilson's of the world. And the Brewers are starting to tag those guys. Now, last night, they did get the Lambert, the pitcher for the Rockies. In the fourth inning, that the five consecutive two-out base hits that produced runs. I mean, that was a thing of beauty. And, yeah, I don't understand. I feel like, man, not just this year's team, but several years, dating back to 2018, probably before that as well, where, I don't know, these guys just, for whatever reason, when, you know, you go through that line, they struggle, it, you know, they go through the first two, they go through the six, if they go through six up, six down through the first two innings, you're like, oh, wow, the pattern has been set here. And it's just tough for them to get going. It's just tough for them to get, now, Terang's home run, I thought, sparked the team last night. I thought that really kind of generated things to get going overall and ex- just explode. But, yeah, I feel like sometimes these guys just get in a rut. You know, when you get six up, six down, to start a game, and then here we go. And this this is what we saw on Sunday. It's like, uh, it's going to be one of these games. And, you know, you might tune on a game on the radio or watch on TV, and all of a sudden, you, you know, you hear the guys come on the radio, and it's like, oh, no score here in the sixth inning. I was like, well, you pretty much know how that happened, even though you haven't seen it, because you've seen that story before. But, yeah, it's, it's hard to understand with the, with these guys. This is just a different, tough, t- different team to understand. There's so many young guys they're counting on. They're in first place. Their pitching staff is so good. It's a veteran pitching staff. But yet, you know, the pitching staff is so good. The bullpen is good. And the bullpen did its job last night after Freddie. And after Freddie was done, bullpen finished up there. And Chaffin has been really good. He finished up in the ninth inning. But you got this veteran pitching staff. Bullpen that's solid. One of the best closers in baseball. Yet you got a lineup that's the worst hitting lineup in baseball. I mean, how do you figure? That's just an odd combination. Getting all that. Great pitching. Great bullpen. Lousy hitting. But then they do stuff like they did last night. The the 12 runs. And then the 14 runs last week against Pittsburgh. Hard to figure out. Just the makeup of this team. I, um... You know, I just don't know. I, I don't know what to expect going forward, but I think the sample size is that they're going to, I don't know if they're all gonna, always going to have days like that or Thursday, but I would think more of days like where they're going to lean, where they're going to have to lean on their pitching staff. And they have, and you know, they're in first place game and a half behind Cincinnati two, uh, and back at the Cubs, the Cubs did not play last night. The Reds did play and they did win. So they stay a game and a half out the Cubs, a drop a half game more out 
uh, after their loss or after they didn't play last night. So, um, Brewers still in a good spot, but yeah, that, uh, last night, Adamas, uh, did not play. Terang played shortstop. In fact, on my scorecard, I put, I had to make a correction on that. I had, I put Terang at second base. I'm just automatically thinking Terang at second base. And then once the game started, oh, wait, Terang's playing shortstop tonight. That's right. Adamas got the day off. Council said it was time. It was time for Adamas to take a day off. Was frustrated. Struck out one of his bats, three pitches, just, you know, just pitcher blew a fastball right by him. You could see he was struggling. He took a swing in the air. Uh, and it was just, you know, his average is down to 203. I, I believe it is somewhere about that. But it's just so he's not been productive. And he's frustrated. He's trying to put on a good teammate, happy face, and not sulk, which is good. He's trying to handle it well. And Council said, yeah, he's handled it well. You know, you you should show, you know, you're obviously, it's got to be, if you're any kind of competitor, it's killing you inside when you're Adamas and you had 31 home runs last year and you're struggling this year. And, you know, you're looking for that eventual big contract. And I, I, I get it. And it's probably com- compiling on top of him. but. I still think he's a good player. Right now, he's not worth twenty to twenty-five million dollars a year. He was at one point. The twenty twenty-one Adamus certainly was, but yeah, he got the day off yesterday. Uh, and then council told him, "Get there at four o'clock," because most of these guys are there well before three. You know, they don't just show up and play a game; they do a number of different things. Okay, um, but Adamus walked in at four o'clock. Now he didn't want to do that because it looks like, well, you know, here you are with a two hundred three batting average, and you're walking in. You're not playing, but you're walking in thinking, okay, since I'm not playing, I'm walking in late and just getting here when I want to get here. Now, counsel told him, "Don't get here to four. Yeah, and and Adamus admitted. He said, "Yeah, this is not a good look for me getting here at four o'clock." He didn't want to do that. But he said, I got to tell him, I got to do what they tell me. So, and his teammates know that. His teammates know that. It wasn't like he casually walked in the locker room and said, oh, guys, I know I'm not playing today. That's why I showed up late. No, he he was told to do that. But Adamus, think, we still need this guy. Still need this guy, fifth in the order. Need him to contribute. And hopefully, they'll still get some contributions from him. And I'm sure he's going to be back in the lineup today. Chuck Freeman here on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. When it comes to championships, well, you, you got to make sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your ride. And, of course, you get that with eBay Motors. eBay Motors. eBay Motors, they want to, on your vehicle, make every part fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, you need to head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can make sure every part fits just right the first time around. You just add your ride to my garage, look for the green check, know that that part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game. When you shop eBay Motors, you get over 122 million parts to choose from. You'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a winner when the right parts are all guaranteed. So get the right part, get the right fit, the right prices, ebaymotors.com. Let's ride eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items apply, exclusions 
apply. Uh, eligible items only, exclusions apply. That's eBay Guaranteed Fit. Again, it's only available to U.S. customers, but eBay, I do a lot of my stuff on eBay. And go to eBay Motors if you need a part for your car. All right, Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day. Thank you, everybody, for joining me here today on a beautiful Tuesday as we get ready for game two of that series between the Brewers and Rockies. You get it on SiriusXM, the SXM app. Search Brewers. It's at 710 coming up Tuesday night. And, of course, you get every game on SiriusXM, the SXM app, Search Brewers. You get all 162 of Brewers baseball. Thanks for making Lockdown Brewers part of your listening, your viewing every day right here. We drop every day talking Brewer baseball with you, our favorite team that's got a game-and-a-half lead in the NL Central. Here we are in August heading down the home stretch. They're in Chicago Next week, I'm thinking about going down there, taking on the White Sox. Haven't been to Comiskey. I still call Comiskey. It's guaranteed rate field or whatever it's called now. But it'll always be Comiskey Park to me. Okay. That's what it was. Well, the old, there was the old Comiskey Park, and they built this new one like in 1991, I want to say. And... um Always Comiskey. So the Brewers play there next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Looking for that. Off day Thursday, two more games coming up the Rockies, uh, uh, and one of them is coming up tonight. Uh, Tyler Naquin, Brewers picked him up for cash. Got him from the Mets, who... It's funny how the Brewers are trading. The small market Brewers are trading, are sending cash to the the $440 million New York Mets, the salary roll of 440. We're sending them cash for a player. It should be the other way around, right? Shouldn't the big market be spending the sending the Milwaukee Brewers some cash for a player? Nope, because the Mets are so bad and the Brewers are in first place. They got Tyler Naquin. Now, he was not having a very good year with the Mets. Batting 203, four homers, um, handful of bats. Appeared in 49 games. Now, this guy, when he was at the Reds, two years ago with the Reds, he was great, and we saw him a lot. 19 homers, 270. He does strike out a lot. That's the problem with him. Plays outfield, does strike a lot. I don't know how he's going to fit into the equation really just yet, but... Mark Canna has not been an answer at the DH spot. I think the Brewers, this is where they, at 40-man, they just are trying to find guys and find the right combination, and they're, they're, they're calling up. And remember, 2018, 29, they were DFAing. 2021, they're DFAing and guys and activating them one day and then DFAing them two days in a row or two days later. I think with uh, Naquin, I don't know. Another guy the Brewers are picking up, spending some cash, hoping to have a reclamation project so far. Has not worked with Marcana. Has not worked at all. In fact, I'm going to get to some sweets. Usually after the win, not many people are complaining. But I did see a few on there this morning. Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown 
Podcast Network. Sam says, if the Brewers can only have consistent average offense with this pitching lookout. Yeah, and it's just an average offense. If they were in the middle of the pack in Major League Baseball, if they're right in the middle of the 30 teams, they're 15th instead of being dead last, where would this team be then with this pitching? Uh, Harley says, hey, Chuck, with Santana hitting 167, Canna hitting 160 since the trade, do you think it's time to call both moves a bust? It's just not a good look. It's not a bust. It's just never a good look. I mean, not like CC coming in here in 2008 and tearing it up. Um, also, do you platoon Santana and Telez when he comes back? Telez is probably going to get a chance to come back and earn a spot. I just don't know where it is. I don't know where it's going to be. Um, maybe at DH, some DH at bats, probably some bats at first base. They'll bring him back, and it's not like they're going to sit him on the bench and not use him. They'll find a way to use him. There's always going to find a way to find some at bats. Um, so, to answer your question, uh, Canada hasn't provided them anything, and either really has Santana. My hopes are higher for Santana. I still think with his veteran presence, and people think that they just get him to bring a veteran presence to this young team. Might have been the case, but they were also struggling at the first base spot. Uh, CC Sabathia is going to be here. Thought this was cool. August 25th. Um, of course, you remember 2008. Maybe some of you don't remember. Maybe you're a little young when he was 11 and 2 and 17 starts after that trade right before the all-star break and CC had played here a half a season, made such an impact fifth in the Cy Young sixth in the MVP voting in the national league, only playing a half a season, playing a half a season. And he was in the Cy Young and MVP voting. And he was just here a half a year. That's how good of a year he had. They're bringing him back on August 25th. And they're going to have a little pregame acknowledgement of CC looking good. He's on the golf course, coffee every day. He's lost his weight. And he's in great condition, and he's not a bad golfer either. So that's pretty cool. All right, the Brewers, again, game two coming up, 705 on SiriusXM, the SXM app, search Brewers. Um, Kyle Freeland on the hill. He's 4-12, and 12, a 4.86 earned run average. And Wade Miley, this will be a second start. He had a four-inning start his last time out coming off the injured list. And got to keep it going. Game and a half lead in the division on the Cincinnati Reds, two up on the Cubs. And hopefully, as we said last week with the pie after the Pirates, after they scored the 14 runs on Thursday, kind of laid eggs the next three days. Let's not do the same thing. Let's kind of build on what they did last night. I'm Chuck Freeman. Thanks for joining me on Lockdown Brewers, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. We are your team every day.